You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 428. This is a perfect example that you don't need to be the expert and you don't need to know everything. You don't need to have a perfect plan. You just got to simply be willing to act. And a lot of things are going to be things that you've never done before. It's going to be things that that are very new to you and it's going to maybe create some anxiety or some fear, but it doesn't stop Tyler. Tyler went out there not knowing anything, not knowing the contract, not knowing anything, but he's like, I'm just going to do whatever I can to serve this individual, be as upfront as possible with them and put the home under contract. And through that massive imperfect action, he goes out there and he puts the home under contract. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. You're listening to another episode here at Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffheim. I'll be hosting today's podcast episode. And I'm super excited to be with each one of you today. For those of you that are new listening to the podcast, I want to welcome you first and foremost. And for those that are like, well, what is this podcast even about? We're going to be just deep diving how you can go out in your markets and find deeply discounted properties. Because if you can get out there and find deeply discounted properties, you can make a fortune in real estate. So our podcast is dedicated to teach you on how to do that. But more importantly, we interview individuals that are currently doing deals right now, right in this market, right in this economy, so they can deliver all of the value that what they're doing right now to find deals. So what I want you to do is get out a piece of paper, get out a pen or a pencil, or maybe you're digital and you like writing this down or, or typing it down in your, in your like computer. Great, whatever it is. But I want you to get ready to take action items and list them down. When you listen to this podcast, the value of it is not getting inspired and motivated to go like, hey, one day I want to do this. The value behind this podcast is to give you the action items that you need to take right now. Because when you act, you will get results and those results will lead you to your first deal. So today we have with us Tyler Hurst from Austin, Texas. He's been doing this now for about six months and he just closed his first deal. He now just joined the tribe, which I'm super excited for him to be part of the tribe. And he's just fired up, ready to go and build this business so that it can just be a business that serves him. So we're going to hear his story. So Mr. Tyler Hurst, how in the heck are you doing today? I'm great, Cody. Glad to be here. Well, what an honor to have you on the podcast today. I just love the fact that, well, maybe I want you to tell the story. Tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself. I don't even want to assume anything right now. Tell us a little (laughs) bit about who you are and what got you into wholesaling. Sure, sure. Uh, Well, my name is Tyler Hurst and I live in Austin, Texas. I moved here from North Carolina about a year and a half ago. Uh, well, actually, back when I was in North Carolina, I used to be in construction and I used to, uh, I started off, you know, just, you know, regular like framing houses and got into uh, building homes. And then I uh, just wanted to, my family moved out here to Austin and uh, they've been out here for a few years. So I said, uh, yeah, I want to go out there for a fresh start. 
and came out here and started a, a, a different job where I was a driver for a, a construction contractor company. I'm driving around uh, one day, like coming back from work and a, a video popped up like in an ad on Facebook or something for real estate. And it was actually through like a Dean Graziosi ad or whatever. And it was about, you know, real estate. And, I, and it was a free uh, event to come to like a two hour workshop, you know, right here in Austin, just talking about, you know, how you can create wealth for yourself and whatever. And uh, I got pumped up and I said, well, it's free. So I'll, I'll go check it out. And so I went to it and they started talking about this thing called wholesaling. <laughs> and it was just enough, you know, to to pique my interest. And it was just enough to give me a thousand more questions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, okay. And then the next thing was they had like a weekend event you could go to and they were going to deep dive the whole process a little bit more. And so I, that was something that you paid for. So I, I was like, I was very interested. So like, it was worth it to me to pay for it. You know, like after this, what I, I just became obsessed, Cody, like I was just like, uh, got on YouTube and cause they gave me enough information during this three day event to where I had enough to go on to where I could really know what to look for, what to research. And so like, I just, like I said, I had a driver's job, right? So all I did was ride around all day, like, you know, transferring, uh, like the supplies to the different job sites for the contractors. And then I found you guys at Wholesaling Inc. And uh, I actually found y'all because like, I started listening to a guy named Max Maxwell, which I'm sure y'all have heard of. Yeah. So I watched a lot of his stuff and he told me like, well, he didn't tell me, but <laughs> through his uh, YouTube videos or his podcast, he said, yeah, I started listening to these guys, Wholesaling Inc., <laughs> Um, and, and so it's funny. It's like a, it's like a generational, you know, like thing here, you know, like, uh, a super successful guy named Max Maxwell listens to the podcast. And then when he became super successful, he has his own podcast and he mentioned y'all is what really, uh, got him to, to learn, you know, more enough to where he could be super successful. So I said, okay. So I started listening to the wholesaling Inc podcast. Y'all, y'all give so much value, man. Like all and all these interviews and everything, you know, with guys that are just like me. That's why I think it's so cool that I'm here now, just talking about the action steps they took. Getting the to deals get done, the, yeah, man. <laughs> to to get their deals done, and I'm just like, man, I can do this. So, you know, okay. like, yeah, man. I'm I'm so I'm driving around, and I'm and I'm like now when I'm driving around, I'm like delivering some construction materials and I'm like driving by neighborhoods and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> Taking the long route. Let's find some deals while we're out here delivering. Yeah. I'm like, man, this, that, that well, house down there looks like, you know, it needs some work. You know, I need to go, <laughs> go buy that, like get that address. <laughs> now that we understand a little bit about what your background, which is exciting to me, like here you are <laughs> just working construction. You're thinking already ahead of time. You're already thinking, how do I leave the nine to five? You get intrigued by a weekend seminar. You go out there. It intrigues you enough to have more questions, but you don't stop. Many people at this point stopped like, oh, this isn't for me or oh, this is going to be too much. I'm not going to do it. But you just kept pushing after, which is incredible. I love that. And now here we are on the podcast and we're going to be breaking down a deal Mm -hmm. that you did. And and maybe I want to ask you the question is what you learned from the podcast because you just barely joined the tribe. Like you did this deal. And because you did this deal, you wanted to join the tribe. You wanted to get into the program like all in, but you did a deal without really any hands-on mentorship. Was that because of the podcast or where did you find the instruction to get you out there to find your first deal? 
Yeah, man. Um, I would say the podcast like had, you know, probably 80% to do with it. And then, you nice. know, just other research I was doing online. But yeah, I mean, pretty much that was my only guidance as far as what to do. Um, wow. It's, and you it's took so massive crazy. imperfect action. I'm assuming as we go through this, you're going to be telling your story oh, yeah. about how you it even made better. mistakes, but you keep pushing. <laughs> well, let's break yeah, that down. So, let's go right to the yeah, let's okay. go right to the meat yeah, potatoes and get going. Speed man, right into the to the first deal, pretty much. Uh, how did you find it? What was the marketing channel you were using to find this lead? So uh, from one of the podcasts, I heard uh, a guy talk about how he just got on Craigslist, right? Like it's a way that you can find uh, cash investors, you know, like finding guys who are landlords and stuff like that. And I guess I was just working on the part of the business where I was like, okay, maybe I I think I was just kind of like trying to be productive one day. And I was like, well, I'm going to make, I'm going to just get on here and see if I can find some investors, you know, so when I do find this property, I'll have an exit strategy. And funny enough, what happened was I got on there and I called a guy that says, we buy houses and he answers the phone and I'm like, Hey man, you know, uh, just I'm out here, you know, I'm looking for deals. I'm finding deals. If I come across a good one, you know, like, uh, can I reach out to you? Super nice guy, man. You know, like he was all about it. He was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll meet you at a property uh, and we can go from there. I said, cool. So I wrote his name down and this was like a month later you know, I'm, I'm still just working my job, you know, like trying to just save money, you know, like it's like, I don't really have the time that yeah. I want to, yeah. to put into wholesaling, but I'm still just, I'm, I'm just trying to, to get myself there, you know, so I'm saving money, you know, just really trying to grind and uh, doing what I can in my spare time to learn and, and try to wholesale. But I really couldn't because I was just too busy. So I heard a way to get leads was to go to the, uh, pre-foreclosure list, right? I go to my county, grab a list, and uh, I learned how to skip trace. It's all like, you know, you take it for granted now. But back then I was like, man, this is like, how do I skip trace? Like, I gotta, you know, that was, that was a lot <laughs> There's of There's all these work. processes. What am I going to do to make this yeah, a reality? Right. That was something I had to learn, you know, like I was like, So okay, what is so skip I, tracing? Break it down for someone new listening. They're like, okay, okay. you went out there, you got this pre-foreclosure list. And that's going to be different, by the way, for everyone listening. It's going to be different for everyone in every state, how you obtain that. But he yep. gets this list and now you skip trace it. What does it mean to skip trace? Okay. So it's just you type in the name and the address of the name and address that are on that list. And then there's, there's software and it basically just, you know, scrubs a bunch of data and gives you phone numbers that are match up with that. So you can reach out to like property owners. Wow. I love yeah. that. I love that. So you, you get the addresses, you get the uh-huh. homeowners, you send it in to get skip trace. Now, is there specific companies out there that you use for that? Yeah, like uh, I use the uh, batch, the batch leads. Perfect. Batch um, skip tracing. Yeah, bat. Yeah, ba- sorry, batch skip tracing. Yes, yep. and uh, there, there's a couple other ones. There's even some free ones like True People Search. Yep. And sometimes they'll give you uh, the right numbers, but I tried to find one that I was like, you know, I know is good, and, and the the batch skip tracing hasn't hasn't really let me down yet. I've done a couple awesome. of them. And- Seems to be one that works good. So you get the the phone number back and you just start dialing for dollars. You just start picking up that phone and start (laughs) calling people. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. What did it sound like when you get on the phone with this individual? Was it something that took a long time or was this something like right out of the gates you heard motivation? This most definitely took a long time. Like I'm I'm honestly still kind of bringing you up to how I got to the deal I did close. Like Uh 
Yeah. So, so I got in touch with a guy, you know, on the foreclosure list, you know, and like you always talk about like imperfect action. Like, I mean, I, you know, I didn't have any clear script or really what to say. I just basically said, Hey man, like I can, you know, help you in the situation by purchasing your home. And that way you don't got to worry about being foreclosed on and everything. You know, it's, it's a, it's a pretty good, you know, solution uh, to your problem. And so he was all about it. He wanted a, a really high price. He had a couple other guys who had called him and he was like, man, these guys want, you know, like they're making me really low offers or whatever. And I was like, okay, I understand. You know, I just want to come see the property. Yeah. So yeah. he was actually in a different state at the time. And he, he told me where the key was at. He's like, man, you can go, you can uh, look at it yourself and uh, check it out. And then we can go from there. I said, okay, cool. So now if you remember this one cash uh, buyer that I talked to like a month ago, I was like, man, he said he would meet me at a property and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'll just get him to come meet me out here and see what happens. Well, he meets me out here and basically, Cody, turns out this, this didn't turn out to be a deal at all. But what happened was this guy that met me out here has been in real estate for like 30 years in the Austin area. And he was a super awesome guy. And he actually does wholesale deals too. And we had a great conversation at the house. And I told him, and I said, look, I said, hey, man, I've been struggling for the last, like, you know, probably about three months now, just trying to get into wholesaling, trying to learn real estate. I said, man, if I could just work with you or like us, like, you know, meet together sometime and like anything I could help you with or talk to you about, you know, I'm just really hungry to get into this. You know, it would help me to, you know, just have somebody experienced in the market to, I don't know. Like, I didn't even really know what I was, where I was going with it. I was just What's like, crucial you know, though is that you were willing to have this conversation. You were yeah. willing to ask someone. And most people <laughs> don't dare to do that. Most people sit there and kind of struggle through this. And whether yeah. it's a mentor that costs money or a mentor that doesn't cost money, you need to right. ask and be willing to seek advice. So for those listening, this is gold. Be willing yeah. to seek yeah. advice from those you're willing to trade places with. It's a pretty cool story. So like basically what happened was I just kept, I kind of kept on this guy like I would like, you know, a regular lead. Like, you know, he's real busy as an investor and I would call him like every week and be like, hey, you know, uh, what's going on? You know, like when you want to meet up and stuff like that. And he would be like, okay, well, I'll call you back. And I said, okay, what I did was I tried to, you know, bring some value. I said, hey, I got a couple potential deals that you want to go through them with me. They were like potential deals, but they weren't necessarily like, you know, like home runs sure. or anything. But sure. It was enough to where like, I think it showed him like, hey man, well, this, this kid's really trying. We went through some deals that night and uh, actually one of them had some potential, but we made a connection. Like I built a relationship right there. Yeah. And long story short, about like a month later of us really like working together, trying to find deals. Like he, he was like, I was like staying on foreclosures and like trying to like drive for dollars and stuff. Yep. He has a yeah. website that generates leads and a lead came in there and he just gave the lead to me. He said, Hey Tyler, I'm busy tomorrow. Here's a, a lead that came in through my website. Uh, I need you to go to this appointment. And so he, I was like, I, I was like, 100%, I got you. So I go out there to this appointment. Turns out it's just a lady, you know, her husband died like six years ago and she had the, the house needed a lot of work and she was just, you know, wanting to get to her new house at like a lake property. She was like, you know, uh, wanting to buy that house and she needed to sell this house in order to get to that property. She was just done with the house yep. and yeah. she was ready to go. We And then I kind of went over some numbers with my investor friend and he was like, this is our max allowable offer we can get. I was way under that and I just locked it up with her that day and kind of like acted like, you know, like an acquisition type guy almost. And uh, 
brought it back to him signed. And he was, he thought it was cool that I, there was no guarantee that I was going to get her to agree to it. Cause she's talking to other people as well. Sure. Sure. So I felt sure. really, I didn't you know. And I don't, I'm, I don't know much about the contracts neither. Like I had a regular, you know, Texas real estate contract and I'm going through it with her, you know, for the very first time, like, and I'm, I'm just trying to do the best I can with it. But basically I just tried to be like as upfront as possible. And I said, and the little studies I did on the contract, I was like, this is that, this is that, you know, this is what I know about this, but here's our price. This is when we want to close, you know, got the signature and, and that was Tyler. That. Here's the best part about this is the fact that you just went out there and took massive imperfect action. And for those listening to the podcast, that's what you have to get from the story. Here was an individual, Tyler, that knew nothing about real estate, but it didn't stop him. And too many times, we're stopped by ourselves. We get in our own way and we're like, oh, we don't know enough. I'm not going to go out there because I don't know enough. This is a perfect example that you don't need to be the expert and you don't need to know everything. You don't need to have a perfect plan. You just got to simply be willing to act. And a lot of things are going to be things that you've never done before. It's going to be things that that are very new to you and it's going to maybe create some anxiety or some fear. But it doesn't stop Tyler. Tyler went out there not knowing anything, not knowing the contract, not knowing anything, but he's like, I'm just going to do whatever I can to serve this individual, be as upfront as possible with them and put the home under contract. And through that massive imperfect action, he goes out there and he puts the home under contract. This is <laughs> crucial. Yeah, it was definitely imperfect for sure. Like, but you know, a lot of motivation just from uh, other podcasts that I had listened to. You know, the same thing. So like that, that kind of encouraged me because it was almost like from listening to other people's stories. I kept telling myself, well. Other people have been in my shoes too, as far as being uncomfortable, but they did it anyways. And so it's just like this ripple effect of how, you know, uh, people inspire me and I'm, I'm hoping that this inspires others. I love um, it. What anyways, happened with this deal? So you take it, okay. you put it under contract. What do you do okay. with it at that point? Does the guy have cash buyers that want it? Did he want it? What did it look like? <laughs> no. Yeah. So check it out, man. So like we were like going to work it as a wholesale deal. So like I bring it back and he's like, okay, well, Let's find uh, some buyers. So he has uh, he had a couple of cash buyers, right? That are like his go tos. But check this out. This is right when this whole COVID Corona thing started happening. So we bring a, an investor out to look at the property, and this is like his like ace investor. Like you know, this this gal, she like always buys everything, you know. But she got super scared, like with the markets and everything. Like she had a bunch of people telling her, like you know, it just I don't know. She got scared to like make a big yep. purchase, right? Yeah. And it kind of put me and my 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 investor friend here, like you know, in a in a bind because we were kind of counting on that, and we kind of go back to the office and look at each other, like. Hey man, we got to find some investors. And so what we did was is the very next week, right? There was a foreclosure auction. So I go to the county that I'm living in and then he goes to the county that's right below our county, you know what I mean? So yeah. like we went to two separate county uh auctions just to go find cash investors. So what turned out happening was I got like 10 numbers he got like 10 numbers. We bring him back, you know, and uh, and basically he was real busy. So I just started reaching out to all the numbers. And actually we found a guy who it was one of the numbers he got from his county. What I did was, was just simple. I had like, I got a 
20 emails. I went out to the property, took a bunch of pictures of the property, and then shot an email to all these like, you know, cash buyers that we had just found and and just said, you know, hey, there's, there's an opportunity, if you know, for an investment, you know, just need some it's a great value, fix and flip, whatever. And one guy reached out to me and it was from my, my buddy's list, you know, and he was like, hey, man, I'd uh, love to come see the property. Like, uh, we're ready to go. We, we were looking for a property. I said, OK, great. So I go meet this guy out the property. Uh, he was very experienced as like a fix and flip guy. He didn't need uh-huh. to take that long. Yeah, he just goes in there. He looked around for about 15 minutes and was like, OK, well, um, I'll get back with you. And and he was scared. He was scared with this whole coronavirus thing, too. He was like, man, I really don't know what to do. Like, you know, he didn't want to shake my hand or anything, you know, just sure. because of like sure. you know, the social distancing. And I, I mean, you know, I was like, cool, man. You know, like I completely understand, you know, I was just you know, trying to look at it from his point of view. Like I was like, man, if I had a lot of money, I'd want to make a good decision too. It's a lot of money, you know, just buying a house. So he comes back about two days later and is like, okay, man. He's like, uh, he emailed me back with a contract from him. Okay. Uh, So let's slow down real quick. What did you put the homeowner contract for? This is a, a pretty crazy story. Like we actually put it under contract for 250. Two fifty, and then yes. what were you marketing it for? How much were you marketing it for to your cash buyer? I was marketing it for two eighty. Two eighty, okay. And yes. this was a home that potentially, when it's fixed up, could be worth what? We ran the comps and looked at everything, and we were thinking around like you know four thirty, like anywhere from like four twenty to four fifty. Okay, and yeah. so you're marketing out for two eighty. This guy's jazz. Two days later, what is his offer come back looking like? He comes back with an offer of 260. So we were looking at it, and this is where the story even gets better. I could have got the property under contract or lower, you know. And what ended up happening was I talked with my my partner. I said, you know what? Because we we were a helpman. There's so much that goes into this story. We actually we had some other costs involved, like with our seller because she was behind on some mortgage payments. So uh-huh. we actually, uh-huh. you know, paid like, you know, like $3,000 to catch up like two months of mortgage payments. So that way we could get that right for her, yeah. you know, because she was real worried about it and it made her feel comfortable. So there really wasn't for us splitting the deal 50-50. We were like, man, there's not a lot of meat on the bone left for us. So I said, how about this? What if, because she was, she was fine, like, just like we always talk about, it wasn't about necessarily the house or the money. She was ready to just move on to her new lake property or new house and do it yep. quickly. Yep. She was just yep. tired of the yep. property. And I could sense that she was not concerned about like the money so much as it was us just closing and getting it done fast, especially during all this like Corona stuff. Yeah. So, so what I did you end Jackson up going back to do? Yeah, you know, you already know I renegotiated. I, I t- and I told Jack, I said, "Hey, man, what do you think about us going back and trying to renegotiate?" He said, "I think that's a great idea." So I go back down there. I talk to the lady. I said, "Hey, so we've got an investor. He's on board. He wants to do it." And then I, I showed her an addendum that we had for the contract uh, with a new price on it. I said, "But we need to be right here to really make this deal work." And she was just like, "That's fine." Like she didn't even hesitate, you know. And uh, so it. It really helped it uh, bring some good value to me and my partner, and they helped us, you know, make more money. So yeah. got that signed, went back, and then uh, we're, was good to go with my my cash investor. We got what did it end up going for? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, what did you end up putting? Under, what was the new contract, and what did you end up selling for? Oh yeah, I didn't even say the number. I got it down to two forty. Like I, I negotiated it down 
to the new price was 240. 240. And so it gave us a nice little 20 grand spread. Nice. And yes. And so and that closed uh, on April 10th, was it? 10th. Hold on one sec. You know what's coming, right? Oh, no way. Here it comes, my man. Hold on. <laughs> hey. All right. Oh, we so got cool. the victory bell ring for you. Here you were listening <laughs> to the podcast in the past, and now here it is being rung for you, my friend, for your deal that you just did not too long ago on April 10th at close. That is like just a little over a week from the time we're recording this. You closed mm-hmm. on this, and here you are still pushing forward. It's like, now what do I do to get my next deal, which exactly. I am excited to uh, to see as this progresses, I, I'm going to be able to obviously be on our coach calls with you, and also, yes, obviously with the, with the forum and with the modules you're going through. So I'm super excited about that. But ultimately, looking back now, is there anything you would have done differently to help our audience in closing of this podcast? Is there anything you would have done differently, knowing what you know now, or would you have done everything the same? Yeah, yeah, Cody. Like I wouldn't have done anything differently. Um, I would just encourage you know everybody out there to like we talk about, just keep taking action and like you know don't be afraid to to reach out to other people for help. Like whether they're around your market, people who are already wholesaling, seven of them or eight of them might not really want to like you know mingle with you, but then Mm -hmm. just by you talking, like two of them might be like, hey, yeah, like I need help doing this or you know, and it, it goes back to like if you can show up and be like, hey be a giver and provide value for somebody else, then therefore, you know, they'll help give you value and then you can learn. And just, I found that what really helped me was not trying to do it by myself and like finding somebody to help me. And I just, just kept after it. Just, just not quitting. You know, that, that was the key. Just don't quit. There was plenty of times where I was discouraged and I was like, you know, all those doubts come up and you're like, man, this is just another one of those things. I'm just going to, you know, do something else. It's ain't going to work out. But when you really just believe and just keep pushing, you know, like, and then it, it happens eventually. And, and you're like, wow, I'm glad that I didn't quit. Sometimes so it takes, true. Yeah. Tyler, my man, I want to thank you. Here you are <laughs> sharing value right after only doing your first deal. And it goes to show that we're all on our own different journeys, but each deal brings unique learning, unique struggles, unique challenges. And you just figure it out through the time. Like you didn't build a perfect plan. You just, if something came up that was like uncomfortable, you figured it out when it came up. It wasn't like you could prep for it. You could prepare for it. And so many times we think we have to prepare for every situation. And this is a perfect example of just get out there. And when something comes up that you don't know, look it up at that point. When you found out that, oh, the cash buyers don't want it that normally buy it, It's like you had to get creative. Good. You go down here and find cash buyers. I'm going to go this way and go find cash buyers. You just figure it out. You don't need that perfect plan. And that is probably one of the best messages that I wrote down even on my notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, just get out there and just take action. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to have all the plans. And when it pops up, something pops up that challenges you, you're going to have to figure it out in that moment but you'll figure it out. Like you'll get this done. You'll be able to think clearly because now you know exactly what it is you need to do versus this preparation that you know 98% of the time won't even happen. So Tyler, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. And I know there's only going to be more in the future where you're going to be doing this consistently and we're going to be bringing you back on, my friend. Hey, Cody, man. Thank you so much. 
Well, it's an honor to have you on here. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that were touched by this. So thank you so much for joining us. Get out there and keep taking massive imperfect action. And I'm excited to hear you in the near future. Be back on. Is that a deal? Yeah, it sounds good to me, man. All right. Rhino Nation, you just heard an incredible podcast where Tyler just broke down step-by-step what it was he did. And there's so much more to the story that you probably realize that just with the timing of the podcast and how we have to get it as quick as possible. But Tyler worked through a lot of stuff. He found ways to serve people. And so what an incredible opportunity it was for each one of us to listen to this so we could just simply learn the action he took and what action we need to take each and every day so we can go out there and just simply do deals consistently. So get out there. On the notes that you wrote down, I want you to take action today. Tomorrow doesn't exist. You've got to take action today. And if you need help building your real estate business, head on over to wholesalinginc.com where we have an incredible opportunity right now where we're trying to help as many people get into the game, not be on the sidelines, but put the jersey on, get in the game, and we have a way to do that will fit most people's budgets out there. So excited to be with you guys. If you need help, head on over to wholesalinginc.com where we'd be glad to hop on the phone with you, see if it's a fit, and then get you into the tribe. Until next time, get out there and take massive, imperfect action, and we'll see you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.